So today I'm joined with the amazing Lee Pendleton and uh, it's an absolute honour to have you um, on Entrepreneur. Thank you really, very much for inviting really me. Really happy for giving the time up today and uh, showing us around your lovely, lovely um, pad you've got here. Thank you. Um, I'm just going to go a quick bio for the, for the viewers about, about yourself. So Lee Pendleton is a serious investor and entrepreneur. At a young age, Lee became the British karate champion and quickly <laughs> understood the concept of applying his mindset, not only in physical way, but in business. By an early age of 19, Lee set up business by creating his first health club and soon after built his own home at the early age of 21. In 1995, Lee sold his health club and first home and moved overseas to Asia where he started another business in consulting while studying for his MBA. After three years, Lee then returned to the UK and set up his first service accommodation business in the year 2000. Lee then built up a whopping 150 apartments around the UK However, in 2008, Lee had to place the business in voluntary receivership due to banking crisis. Losing his five million plus property portfolio overnight, Lee put his entrepreneurial spirit into action and started to grind on his service accommodation business again to build a substantial business in property development, rent to rent and property management. Lee believes his knowledge and his network are his biggest assets and he wants to create the following flow. Project, promotion, process, people, and profit. Wow. Very good. That's, that's quite something. That's <laughs> quite something. Wow. So, so first I want to get kind of where you started off with. Yes. In life really. So yep. tell us about, about your childhood. What was you like growing up as a child? Yes. I was where just. Where from? Yeah. Okay. So normal child from London originally. Okay. Um, normal childhood. Um, and yeah, mum, dad, two, two sisters. Yep. Uh, and just a normal childhood. Okay, just um, grew up on the council estate. Was your mum and dad kind of entrepreneurial? Uh, or? My father was a um, as a carpenter okay. by trade. Mum um, was well, stay at home mum if you like. Yeah. So he looked after us, uh, yeah. the three of us. And uh, yeah, had a great childhood. Had great. a really just a, a normal, stable, great kind so, of family. So no life. kind of like rags riches again. No, just, yeah. no, just normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. normal. Yeah, just of. normal, just all normal. Everything. Yeah, my, I said my father was sort of you know he he. I say doubled in business. He was self-employed, so okay. I'd always, I suppose, from a very early age, noticed how you know by working hard you get yeah. rewarded for what you do, yeah. um, as opposed to if you like to say getting a salary. So, yeah. okay. so I kind of understood that I suppose right. at quite an early age. Kind of the concept of working hard, and then obviously you can yes, kind of and have having to get up and earn the money on a daily basis rather okay. than just receiving a salary. You know, turning up to a job and getting paid a salary for it. That's so interesting. I kind of understood. So, um, psychologically, I understood that. Yeah, like conditioning, like, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, so that, that was pretty much yeah okay. the, my, my sort of humble beginnings, <laughs> yeah. if you like. So, who would you say was the most um, kind of influential person growing up? And like, did you have like a role model, whether that's a businessman or was it your father? Yeah, yeah. Pro well, probably both my parents, okay. to be fair, because they brought obviously stability to us as a family, which, you know, being a parent now myself, I, I feel that's really important, yeah. really possible to have that sort of stability yeah. for children. So uh, I definitely would say that was the case. Um, and also, I mean, I, as you mentioned, I, I studied martial arts from a really, yeah. really young age. Okay. So I suppose in a way there was various people within that Bruce sort Lee. Of area. Yeah, <laughs> probably to a certain point. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, did, I could do a few Bruce Lee moves in my time. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> not so much nowadays. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to demonstrate the split tellings. <laughs> definitely not. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I, I would definitely would say, um, yeah, sort of people that I associated with myself. So, you know, like um, as it, our, what we would call like our chief instructor of the world who lived okay. in Japan. Wow. You know, he was a, a big influence on me, okay. uh, you know, because kind of, he's a very humble person. Yeah. Um, and I was really interested in the kind of like the, 
the traditional side of karate okay. um, from quite a young age. And what do you mean by the traditional side? Well, so so a lot of people see karate and they think of like Karate Kid or Bruce Lee, yeah, yeah. and they think about like kind of competing and the sports side yeah, okay. to karate, which um, I, which I did, yeah. um, and and I was quite successful at that. Yeah. Again, through working hard, yeah. um, I managed to achieve a lot. In yep. a, through my karate career, if you like. Right, okay. Um, but the traditional side was very much about sort of, I suppose, being in a dojo um, and just being at one with yourself, if right. that makes sense. Right, okay. and, and just practicing okay. you know, day in, day out. It could be a certain move, yeah. um, it could be certain techniques that you're doing, and just perfecting what you're trying to do. Right, so, okay. so for me, as a, I suppose, from a really young age, yeah. you know, kind of training every day, yeah. that's really what I did. So, right, sort okay. of day in, day out, just Lots, you know, constantly training yeah. on, on different techniques or yeah. different things. That was the bit that I found, you know, I really enjoyed doing that sort right, of thing. Okay. So I would say you developed discipline then at a young definitely, age. Definitely, yeah, very much so, yeah. And yeah. instructor kind of made sure you did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. you enjoyed doing it? But I, re I loved doing it. Yeah. I really, really did. I mean, I was seven when I started. Wow. So, you know, I was really young. Um, I, I mean, so just to sort of share with you, I, yeah. I, so I, I achieved my, I got my black belt when I was 13. So wow. um, I was the youngest in the country to wow. get my black belt. Phenomenal. And there was no children. Uh, there was obviously other children that I trained with, but yeah. but um, because of where the level I was at, I was training really with adults. Yeah. So from a very young age, I was sort of with work, you know, training with adults and having to kind of, if you like, I suppose, compete with adults. Wow. Um, so, so from that point of view, yeah. I suppose I, although I had a great childhood, yeah. I was out every night sort of training and doing, you know, that's, yeah. that was what was important to me, okay. if you like. So, uh, so when my friends, as I got slightly older, yeah. like into teenage years, yeah. and my friends were obviously, you know, going out, going out, so yeah. having a few beers and yeah. that kind of stuff. It wasn't really my thing, because okay. I was out I was out training. So you, so you stuck the to it then? Which is, yeah, wow, yeah. Okay. So, so from a discipline point yeah. of view, that's kind of what I did, mm. sort of thing, and that's what I enjoyed. That's I interesting. Really, I really loved doing that. And I bet that, you developed so. quite a concept of being focused as well. Very much from, so. Yeah, but yeah. you have to, when you're yes. kind of, Distractions like your friends going out, saying we've had a good time and yeah. stuff, and you're like, no thanks. Yeah, I'm going to commit yeah. to this. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was still part of, I was still one of the lads. Yeah. Um, but at the bits of where they were kind of then taking it to the next level, yeah. as you do as a teenager, yeah. that was the bit where I sort of, yeah, right. I was in, you know, with my sports bag and heading off to the gym if you like. Okay. So, uh, but uh, yeah, but it was brilliant, and I had great opportunities as a young, like from a young age, yeah. um, because of the level that I had achieved yeah. uh, quite early on. So, uh, awesome. so yeah, so that was, that that was cool. brilliant. I really enjoyed that ah, sort cool. of thing. And I mean, growing up as a child as well, is, I mean, is there any fears that you had? What would you say is your biggest fear growing up as a child? Oh, wow, I, I don't think, I didn't really have any fears, hmm. not that I can think of. Um, I suppose for me, the, the if I can think of like one incident, if you like, of the biggest fear was probably when I, sort of the night before I can picture you so clearly of, yeah. of, of having to take my black belt. Okay. Uh, that for nerves. me was yeah in terms yeah. of nerves and it's weird isn't it a 13 year old that you yeah. think why well, you'd be so nervous but yeah. I can I can picture that night before I just like I stayed awake all night I was so nervous something you can remember yeah and just because I just wanted to get everything so yeah. right okay. on the day yeah um, would you say the fear so, was to fail or would the fear of yeah bad I suppose so yeah I suppose it's a fear of failing yeah in a way okay. that was kind of like something that I just I felt really nervous over um, and something as I said later on in my business career that obviously yeah when I did fail in business yeah. it was something Something I had to then, I suppose, in a way, kind of work through, yeah. if you like. So, okay. uh, yeah. But definitely, as a child, as I said, I had, you know, had great opportunity doing what I was doing um, with the sport that I did, yeah. and uh, yeah, and achieved, you know, great success awesome. with that. So, cool. yeah, so really, it's really cool. good. I mean, touching on younger days, so yes. to speak. What would you say was the youngest kind of, kind of memory you have of 
um, your entrepreneurial side <laughs> coming out. So I know you started pretty young. Yeah, yeah, and I did. Um, so, well, because of, um, I said, achieved my black belt when I was 13, yeah. and I, was, I then started to teach children okay. how to do karate. Right. Okay, um, so that was kind of how I started within yeah. the dojo that I yeah. was in. And how old was you, um, how old was you then? Well, I was, I was 14. Wow, um, wow. And I, I actually, and then by, sort of, by the time I was 15, I actually set up my own karate school. Um, obviously, I was too young to let's say hire a hire yeah. a room yeah. in a, in a school or in a sports centre. So I had an adult uh, that hired the room for me, put it in their name, and uh, that's phenomenal. Um, actually, it sounds a bit like rent to rent. Yeah, I've never heard about that before. But yeah, so I had an adult that would hire the room, and yeah. uh, and then I built up a crafty school, and I, I built up quite a successful school. I had about a hundred students. Um, at wow. the age of so you so was teaching. So I was teaching children and adults as well wow. then, because I started and adults. Groups of a hundred. Up, to, I had a hundred people coming along to my wow. weekly sessions, and uh, which is a bit crazy because like friends of mine had like say like the yeah. paper rounds, yeah, and uh, and I was like, and I, I was earning probably you know, like a couple of hundred pounds a week That's from phenomenal. my karate schools, which was a bit yeah, a bit surreal. Wow. Like, when I think back about it now, sort of That's thing. Really so, cool. But it was great. So that was definitely my first touch, I suppose, of running my own business. Yeah. And, uh, and I obviously really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, so that was kind of my first first experience okay. of that. So, wow. so that was really, yeah, loved it. Awesome. It was really good. And, and what were you like at school? Were you kind of mischievous? Were you the excited <laughs> guy with like oh, very, teacher's I was pet? One of, no, I was, one, I was one of the lads, I suppose. Okay. Um, but yeah, I didn't really get, you know, it's an interesting thing. So, you know, I've never, I'm quite proud of the fact of, you know, I've never got myself in a situation, uh, let's say, you know, like, um, Got myself in a situation in a, in terms of a you know, a confrontation or a fight okay. or anything like that. Yeah, and I suppose with discipline because yeah. I think because of the discipline because of the, my mindset of mm. the you, you know when you're kind of like, like say you know when you become old and you start going to the pubs and bars and stuff like that and you yeah. see you know, certain instances that may take place from time to time. Yeah, I recognise the fact of when you know if there was an issue just yeah. to be able to just step away yeah. and walk away from that. So yeah. and it was the same at school. I just I yeah. just kept away from. And things like that. I didn't, you know. I suppose because of that discipline yeah. that I had, you know, okay. and I was so into my training and yeah. doing what I was saying. It sounds really sad, yeah, doesn't no, it? No, no, um, cool. But I was, yeah, just, yeah. yeah what was your favourite subject? What was your favourite subject? <laughs> well, funny that economics was very <laughs> yeah. yeah, economics and drama. Wow, so, okay. <laughs> so yeah, which is a bit, yeah, quite interesting. So yeah, Great. they were my favourite subjects. So I did okay. Um, you know, got the basic grades uh, to get through schooling. Yeah. Schooling wasn't really top of my list, to yeah. be honest. Um, and I suppose sort of having kind of like, if like say working class parents, mm -hmm. it wasn't really something that was really yeah. instilled upon us sort of thing. Yeah. Also living in London, it was quite easy to just leave school and get a job. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really think about going to university or staying on for, to do my A-levels. Mm -hmm. I, I left school at 16, mm -hmm. um, got a job in the city, yeah. uh, worked in a bank. Okay. Uh, and I did that because my grandfather worked in a bank, so it's just natural right. that he just, you know, not got me a job, but yeah. it was just like natural yeah. thing to sort yeah. of think, oh, I'll do that. Yeah. What do yeah. I do? Yeah. Oh, I'll go and work in the bank. Um, so I worked in the city when I first left school, and but found out very early on that, so still teaching my karate classes mm -hmm. and still building up that business yeah. separately, um, but working in the banking sector um, at, at that age, I, I just couldn't get my head around the kind of getting on the train early in the morning, you know, going yeah. to the office, yeah. being in an office, coming back. I just felt, yeah. I thought, I can't see me doing this yeah. now for the next 50 years of my life. Yeah, did you feel confined to like kind Definitely. of rules, so to speak, like you've got to catch the train now and then you've got to answer to your boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I didn't mind that so much, but I just felt that whole, like when I, again, sort of have visualised back to sitting on the train and just seeing people like the, you know, the FT and yeah. the Times, and I just thought, 
is it this is it for me for the yeah. next 50 years yeah. or I'm going to get a good pension and you know good mortgage yeah, and yeah. Like all that traditional type of yeah. thoughts really so so when I said you know, said to my said to my mother about leaving actually I'm going to leave I'm not going to wow. yeah she was sort of like are you sure but you've got like a really good career ahead of you and you could build up in the banking how much industry. was you earning from the, so, from the bank oh not very much oh, okay. no no no, but, no, no. Progression but again I was earning good money from my classes yeah uh, that I was teaching um but the banking side I mean back then I, I don't know it's probably like I don't know hundred pounds net a week or something oh, wow. okay. you know, it wasn't much money yeah. at all sort of thing you know I started off obviously at a really low pay grade wow. um, and so I did that uh, for a while and then just sort of felt that actually I wanted to explore business mm -hmm. I wanted to get more involved with that yeah. and uh, and because I'd been training and doing all those things yeah. I um, so I used to go to go to the gym yeah um, yep. uh, as obviously as part of my training of and everything course. like that yeah. um, and so I just naturally kind of went into that right. um, felt right and it felt right yeah. yeah exactly yeah and I see an opportunity to actually set up if you like my own yeah. health club yeah that was okay. kind of yeah. so it's kind of a natural of kind of doing my classes and things yeah and thinking actually I think there's an opportunity here to there was no branded yeah health clubs back then so like, yeah. there's no like fitness first or oh, okay like that so, so so that gave the idea of kind of going forward from teaching people about the karate you yes. thought, oh hang on there might be an opportunity actually, here to I can continue to do this and actually why don't I look at actually you know Buying, setting up a gym, yeah. if you like, and creating my own health club, um, which is what I did. So that's kind of wow. That's and, kind of like, and how did that go? How did you get actually, kind of? Yeah, it was good. It, it, was a, it was my first lesson in terms of employing people. Okay. Uh, which is a massive challenge. And how, much, how quite, much staff did you have? That was. I only had a few staff. Okay. Um, it was mainly self-employed. So you okay. kind of like bring instructors in to yeah. teach. Yeah. Uh, whether it was like circuit training or aerobics or what have okay. you. So brought different instructors in to teach different parts. Yeah. Uh, obviously like gym instructors and what have you. So so we had a few members of staff that were full time. Yeah. Um, so I brought a manager in to sort of manage the club for me. Yeah. Um, which again, I kind of worked through a few different managers to yeah. try and find the right ones. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but but it was good. It was a great experience, okay. and I'm really glad I did it. And you learned many things from that first experience. Oh my experience. goodness, absolutely, right, yeah. Okay. And I think I can probably look back on you know, my whole career, if you like, in business, and yeah. think I've always tried to do what I've wanted to do. Okay. If that makes yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah. So sometimes that's not a good thing. <laughs> um, you know, on reflection, sort of thing. I kind of yeah, I'm probably that type of person. I kind of oh, let's just give it a go. Let's yeah. see what happens. And then yeah. oh, actually, that didn't quite work. Right. So. Uh, so you're a creative person. So, oh, aspect. definitely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. a creator. There's no question okay. about it. Great. Yeah. So, uh, so um, yeah. So that was quite interesting, sort of setting okay. up. Yeah, sort of the health club side of things. Okay, great stuff. And in regards to, I mean, I, I studied quite a few entrepreneurs, and one thing they all have in common is kind of a morning ritual. And I'm just intrigued. <laughs> to, do you have a morning ritual? Do you do kind of? Sadly, I do. Yeah. Do you? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, so you want to know my morning ritual? I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I do. I do. Um, get up early. Yeah. Um, I do believe. How early? So six o'clock. Okay. I'm up. Obviously, I work from home. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm up, and I'm sort of straight on the laptop, yeah. pretty much, yeah. sort of thing. So, uh, and emails. so, so well, no, I used to do emails. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't do that anymore. So what, what I do now is I, I concentrate my strategy. Okay. Um, and I spend really an hour. So six till seven. I'm, I'm a bit sad. I like to have no, my no, routine. No, no, I love it. Yeah. Uh, so six till seven yep. is strategy. Um, looking at um, you know every day, just looking at okay, where where am I? Where I'm in terms of what okay. I'm trying to do. Your reality um, right now. Yeah. So I'll kind of look at you know look, sort of top end strategy. Okay. Uh, you know not necessarily look at say five year plan. Yeah. But I am looking at okay, where am I? Sort yeah. of thing. Bring that right down to my ninety day plan. Yeah. And bring that down to my thirty day plan. Bring that down to that week. 
make sure I've got the right appointments in place for what I'm trying to do, oh. you know, change appointments if I need to. Yep. So that's kind of pretty much my six till seven slot okay, every cool. day yep. is doing that. If yep. I'm not going for, like, for an early morning meeting, yep. that's what I'm doing. Yep. Um, seven o'clock, I do exercise. Yeah, okay. Um, so I still need to do a bit more exercise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, what kind of exercise do you do? Um, is it? So, um, so from running, yeah. uh, we, we, we've created a, a gym yeah, within yeah. our home. Um, awesome. Uh, and, um, it's so, an yeah. amazing gym, so, by the way. It's a really cool gym. I wish I had one. <laughs> I thought I'd show you that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it probably used a bit better if you were using <laughs> yeah. it. But uh, yeah, so yeah, so just basic, basic yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, so basic weight, stretching, like yeah. all those you know, different yeah. types of exercise, really. So, uh, so yeah, I think that's really important. Okay. It's something I haven't done enough of. Yeah. Um, I've definitely put some pounds on in the last yeah. six months uh, through doing, yeah. you know, d just being so busy. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, I'm really trying to be more disciplined. Of course. Get back to that again. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so uh, so seven to eight exercise if yep. you like, um, and then really I'm sort of you know, shower changed and then ready to kind of start work at eight thirty. Okay. And then at eight thirty, that's when I'm then focused on my emails. Okay. Um, and meeting wise, I try to do those like later in the day. Okay. That's my kind of plan really. So okay. yeah. Oh, good stuff. And in regards to kind of eating healthy, I mean, yes. I mean, I've noticed with, for example. I mean, I love food, don't get me wrong, but when, when <laughs> I'm so in the zone and focused on business, I'm like, oh, do I have to eat? And, yeah. I, and I know my stomach's grumbling, yes. but it's like I don't want to waste that time eating something rather than doing something in the business. Yes, so, yeah. Do you, yeah. Have a, do you yeah. eat healthy? I do, yeah. I, so again, I try to. Yeah. Um, I find it, I do like a cup of coffee, um, and probably I, that's something I probably just need to cut back on yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, I probably yeah. will have like two or three cups of coffee. Nigerian's best friend coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's just easy. Um, yeah, I do try to... Uh, I do try to keep with just having like protein yeah. um, as much as I can throughout the day, yeah. keep the carbs down as much as I possibly can. Okay. Um, but the downside is sometimes when you become really busy, yeah. you just kind of fall in, or if you're say on the road, yeah. I've been on the road quite a lot, and yeah. you kind of like, you know, you go to the service stations, there's not a lot of healthy yeah. choices of food, so yeah. you do end up with like, you know, a sandwich from Starbucks or whatever it might be. Yeah. So, you know, that's the downside to it really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I probably need to be a bit more disciplined okay. and create salads and do, yeah. but yeah. A bit, bit structured with yeah. kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. But like you said, it's something you just forget about. You just sort of do yeah, anything else. Do, yeah. um, I don't, yeah, I don't stop, you know, I don't sit down and have breakfast and I don't stop for lunch. I, okay. I kind of eat as I, oh, as I go along. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah, okay. yeah. And as studying these these entrepreneurs, these successful people like Warren Buffett and um, Mark Zuckerberg, Steve Jobs, etc., they all kind of say they control their um, peer group, and um, it's one of the yes. questions I've always intrigued with. Do you have control of your peer group? I know you said he was one of the lads and stuff, but do you control who yes. you associate with? Yes, de definitely. Right. Definitely. Okay. And I think that's probably something I've learned over the years. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, so yeah, very much so. Yeah, I do try to, you know, the people that I like to spend time with, yep. if you like, outside, um, you know. Like all of us, I like to have a bit of banter, a bit of fun, yeah. you know, a bit of downtime if you can. Uh, and I've got, you know, some really, we've got, oh, Amanda and I have some really good friends that mm -hmm. we kind of do spend time with, uh, which are kind of just separate to work, yeah. you know, separate to the business. I think that's quite important good to get so. that balance. Yeah. And you associate right. with obviously select a few with business as well. Definitely, right, yeah, okay. yeah. And then as far as business is concerned, yeah, most definitely, yeah. I like yeah. to, yeah, I definitely like to surround myself good. with you know successful people. Yeah. But 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 what do we judge by success? Yeah. You know, it could so, be... so what? Why is that? Why would you say um, why you like surrounding yourself with successful people? Yeah, because I think that that kind of that that pushes you as okay. a person, as an individual. So yeah. I'm really keen to sort of you know constantly look at how I can improve myself. Okay. I'm really keen to do that. Yeah. Um, and I think by by associating yourself with 
I say successful people. It doesn't necessarily mean to say success in terms yeah. of money. Yeah, absolutely. It could be success of what they've been through. Yeah, there's um, a quote where, I forgot who said it now, but there's someone said that never be the smartest man in the room, that kind of thing. Exactly. So you raise your kind of standards. Yes, yeah, and learning from people all the yeah. time like that. Absolutely. And and how do you relax and unwind? <laughs> uh, as an entrepreneur, it's quite hard to really chill out. Hard. Yeah, yeah, so how yeah. do you yeah. relax? Um, I, I think that's probably my biggest challenge. Yeah. Um, because And I've always been the same. Because I work from home, yeah. um, and a lot of people say, oh, you work from home, oh, it must be great, you put the TV on, you do this, but I, I'm completely the yeah. opposite. Yeah. Um, and I could have, say, Amanda would come in and talk about something to do with the children or yeah. what have you. And I'm so in the zone of working yeah. that I just kind of forget. I'm just like, what? Noise. what? Hang on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I, I'm very, again, because I suppose I'm very focused. I'm yeah. very focused in on what I'm doing. So, okay. um, which isn't a good thing mm. all the time. Um, I try to, I try to, if I can, by about sort of like seven o'clock. So, as I said, kind of like, you know, pretty much starting at six, if yeah. you like, with that kind of small break for exercise. Um, I'll work through to probably about sort of seven, eight o'clock. Yeah. And then we'll have supper together. Yeah. Um, when I'm not out, you know, talking yeah. or what have you in the evening time or networking. Yeah. Um, and I try to have that cutoff point if I can. Mm -hmm. However, as you would know, yeah. Alex, all too well, Facebook and all yeah. those things, you end up then sort of thinking, Gross, oh, I'll do all my Facebook stuff. And, yeah. th and that's not kind of, that's from a business point yeah, of view, absolutely. like replying back to people yeah. and doing, yeah. so you end up kind of then still sitting yeah. there doing stuff, something. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose on the other side of that, I love what I do. You know, I really enjoy business Definitely, and, yeah. you know, and I love the so being involved with service competition, yeah. I love that as a business yeah. anyway. So I don't see it as work. It's yeah, like exactly. Just, That's what one of the things. If I, I probably say. looked at you know my hourly rates, yeah. it would probably be <laughs> absolutely crap yeah. sort of thing. But yeah. I just enjoy, enjoy what it. I do. Enjoy so business. you know that's how I look at it. Uh, great stuff. And as I was touring through your lovely, lovely, amazing <laughs> house you've got here, <laughs> thank you. I, I've noticed uh, quite a few books that you've got. And yes. uh, I'm just wondering, are you, are you quite big on personal development? Yes, Is that something definitely. that you do? Yeah, and yeah do you, absolutely. Why do you think it's important? Um, so I've always, I've always tried to read um, books, yeah. whether they're biographies, um, through to you know, self-help books. Yeah. You know, I, I've always done that sort okay. of from, a, from a really young age, okay. uh, you know, from the age of 17, I've always done that. Wow. Um, and yeah, because I just think it's, it's just learning, it's just knowledge. Yeah. Um, also, I'm interested, like you, yeah. I'm interested in yeah. other people, yeah. find out what other people, you know, how they look at things yeah. and what have you, different perspectives. So yeah, so, yeah, so for me, uh, yeah, I, I think it's really, really important. Okay. And what kind of, I mean, what three kind of strategies would you say with regards to personal development that you would kind of recommend as, as doing as, as a businessman, as a successful businessman? What would you recommend, whether it's reading, yes. it's absolutely working out? What would you yeah. personally recommend? I mean, I think, I think it's those three things yeah. straight away, yeah. as, in, as in, yeah, knowledge, reading, yeah. definitely, you know, listening to iPods and things yeah. like that, um, definitely exercise and yeah. obviously eating. I yeah. think that's really, really yeah. important. Um, but I think the other thing as well to me is just enjoy, you've got to really enjoy okay. what you do. Okay. I think that's really, really important yeah. to sort of really, for me, I've always, like I said, done what I've wanted to do mm -hmm. within reason. And I think that's really important. Why is it important that you enjoy what you do? To why do, is it, to why do that? Because I think, you know, if you, obviously, if you really enjoy what you want to do, you yeah. become very passionate about it. And yeah. I think people see that okay. passion in what you're trying to do. Okay. Um, and then I think that opens up a whole range of things and people want to connect with you yeah. um, through to, you know, you can kind of work with people right. along those lines. Okay. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's really important. Okay, and in regards, you would say that it attracts people to you. They can see the enthusiasm in you, so that you think, oh, I want to do business with this guy. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I suppose, I don't intentionally go out there 
thinking, like psychologically, yeah. I don't, don't get there thinking that, it's thinking, to myself, oh God, if I'm really happy and really nice, people wanna work with me, it's just, that's kind of how I am as a person and I've always been like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose that does attract people to you uh, from that point of view because people kind of, it's energy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. People kind of like, yeah, like magnets. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly, so they're attracted to that. So I think that's, yeah, I think that's really important. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. definitely. And the regards to, I mean, I'm really intrigued and I can't believe that you've done this. Um, at the age of 21, you, you built your yes, own house. Yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me a bit more about that. Okay, so um, so yeah, so built the health clubs up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so built up one health club, then I bought another one. Uh, first health club then started kind of like waning off a little bit because I then focused on the second health yeah. club sort of so, thing. Okay, so you, so you was kind of so growing with the So that was kind of where club. I was at 20, that's where I was. Um, okay. My exercise business, as in my classes yep. that I built up, um, I, sold, I sold that. Okay. Um, so I, I sold that on, made a bit of money from that. Okay, great. Uh, so that was kind of like really probably my first business that I'd ever sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did that. Um, so on the back of that, I decided to invest in another health club. Um, so, uh, so I started to build that up, yeah. um, and then I had an opportunity. There was um, um, some land uh, that was being sold off by a large, a nationwide developer, yep. um, and they had like a what they basically created was these sort of like plots of land okay. on a strip. Yep. Um, and so I, I bought one of those plots, um, and I did what you would class as like a self-build. That's wow. kind of what I did. So, uh, so I, I created a, um, so I bought um, it was a pot and home. Uh, so it's like a timber framed house yeah. if you like and uh, so we so yeah so and so literally did everything i mean my, my father like i said was a builder so yeah i'd always worked with him yeah from a young age did he help? Always got, i used with to go on the building site yeah. with him and stuff like that yeah. so so it was natural that i would probably at some point do something property okay. related okay. um he was dead against me by the way going into property was he as in okay as in becoming a tradesperson. Okay. You know, he, okay. Right. he was like, you don't want to do that, such yeah. hard work, sort yeah. of things. So he kind of put me off of becoming a okay. you know, a carpenter or a plumber or anything yeah. like that. It wasn't something yeah. and to be honest, if you see my DIY schools Alex, you yeah. it's a really good job. <laughs> no, I, no. I would not have lasted Trust two minutes. Me, I'm just as bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's quite it's quite funny to say that because a, a lot of people um that kind of like in any kind of conversation will say um get a trade behind you. Like I, yes, I remember quite yeah. rightly some of my teachers at school saying, get a trade behind you, you yeah. can trade. And they haven't done it themselves, yes. but they're promoting get a trade behind you. Yes. And it's quite interesting to say from a tradesman point of view, from yeah. your father saying, son, don't go yeah. to be a tradesman. Yeah, yeah, we don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sort of, you know, go and sort of work in the city yeah. or do something yeah. like that. I think, I'll come back to that, I think it's a really interesting point about the tracing, because obviously yeah. having our two teenagers, yeah. um, it's sort of something that I think is probably quite important. Yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, so with the, so, so did the health clubs, yeah. um, set those up, um, bought a piece of land and uh, and then built this house. So I obviously just did it on a straightforward like mortgage. So I bought the land. Wow. Um, you could fund, you could finance the, the piece of land. That was quite straightforward. And then you got a separate loan to basically buy this kind of um, self oh, this, okay. this house, if you right. like, um, okay. which was as I said like a, it's like it's like a, a flat pack house. Okay. Right. Um, what year was this? And oh goodness me, that would have been. Uh, 1990? 90, wow. 90, yeah, 91. Oh, don't go I, I, there. I, I, don't, that makes you feel really <laughs> old when you say that. No, don't go there. Yeah, right. it was about yeah. 90, 91. Right. Um, so yeah, so yeah. that's what I did. And um, so, but but me being me, I wanted to kind of be involved with everything. So, yeah. uh, so and I can always remember um, 
uh, we had um, so we had contractors yep. uh, doing the works, and uh, we had to dig this trench down the side of the house to get the water main in. Wow, okay. And I was adamant I was not going to pay out to have a digger come and dig this hole. Wow, okay. So I spent kind of like about a week, yep. like with huge blisters on my hands, <laughs> digging out this hole with a shovel wow. sort of thing. And like people were looking at me going, "What are you doing?" But it's like I had to prove to myself, yeah, that I you can, can do dig it. this hole. I can do that, and you know, and sort of yeah. I think I didn't get too much involved with other things. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's great. So we built this lovely house. It's five bedroom detached. Wow. Um, so it wasn't just like, this, yeah, it wasn't, no, not a normal yeah. house. It was a beautiful house. It was really, really nice. And um, so yeah, did that. And uh, so I'm, I moved into that, but obviously I had four spare rooms. So right. again, didn't really think about it, yeah. but I suppose in a way I kind of did a bit of a HMO. I rented okay. out the rooms, yeah. although I didn't think of it at the time, yeah. but I just rented out the rooms to some professionals and I had a room, which wow. was like my bedroom if you like, and just shared the house with other people. Right, okay. So uh, would you say you kind of fell, fell in love with property then? Because that was your first kind of experience with property. Yeah, so I, did, I definitely enjoyed it. That, I definitely enjoyed yeah. it. And I think, I suppose, you know, it's like one of those things, if you had your time again, yeah. I really wish that I would have kind of focused on property yeah. then. But, would you have done the trench again? But I wouldn't have done the trench, <laughs> definitely not. I would have had someone, I would have outsourced the trench right, okay. <laughs> to somebody else. Some valuable time. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I really wish that I'd have done more with that. But you know, these things, you know, life's about just trying different things out, yeah. I believe. And uh, so I didn't, I didn't go down that yeah. road. So. Okay. And what encouraged you to, to do the house in the first place? What kind um, of I just you? see it as, a, as an opportunity. And I thought, actually, okay. I want to have my own house. Um, and I thought, actually, you know, I thought it was just a really good opportunity to, to kind of create my own house. I knew that um, there was, a, again, about a, a 30% um, uplift in it. Yeah. So by buying it, buying the piece of land and, buy, and, 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 and obviously doing the works of the house, developing the house, yeah. uh, there'd be a potential of about 30% value I okay. could add to it by doing it myself. Okay. Um, and that was really, I suppose, yeah. my main trigger point of thinking, actually, I can make you know, I can have a decent house, rent the rooms out, and make a good profit okay. on it as well. So, uh, so that's what we did. Right, um, okay. That was around the time when we had kind of a previous recession. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, so and it was, I, so it was one pre two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Before right. you were born, Alex. You, right. Really. You may not know that, but yeah, there were other it. recessions before. Ah. Yeah. Before two thousand eight. Well, as I, big as two thousand eight. Uh, I don't remember that much about it because right. I was obviously yeah, young. quite young, yeah. obviously much older than you, but yeah. quite young. Um, but so for the value of what I wanted to sell the house for wasn't quite what I was hoping. Okay. Um, I broke even, okay. basically. Yeah. I didn't make any money on it, yeah. but I broke even. But, yeah. but it, as I said, I kind of ticked the box to say, I've built my own house. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. Um, broke even on that. Quite an achievement. Um, which I was, yeah, do you yeah, know what I, I was pleased about? I didn't, I didn't have to sell it. Yeah. Um, it was that I really wanted to change of, I suppose, I just wanted to change, I wanted to change, yeah. I wanted to travel, because I'd yeah. run my own business from, yeah. you know, pretty much obviously from school and leaving school, yeah. and I got to sort of like 22 yeah. uh, at that point, 20, yeah, 22, 23, and I just, I just wanted to change, yeah. I just wanted yeah. to kind of go and explore, yeah. you know, explore the world a bit, that's yeah. what I wanted to do. And, and this is when you went to Asia? Yeah. Right, okay, so what had, part of Asia? Uh, so I lived in Singapore, Wow. Um, and uh, and then I moved to Hong Kong. So okay. uh, and the reason why I went out there was I had a good friend of mine that, yep. that had a really good job um, working for a, uh, quite a large insurance company. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so he got a really good job out in Asia, and he just said, "Look, Lee, I've got a two bed flats, got a spare room. Do you want to come over?" And uh, you know, so I just sold the health club at that point. Just sold the house. Mm -hmm. I had a little bit of money, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, cool. That'd be fantastic." You know, I wanted to travel. Yeah. Um, didn't quite want to do the backpacky thing. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but I sort of thought, actually, yeah, that's a really good opportunity okay. to do that. So, so that's what I did. I I moved out to Singapore. Yep. Um, 
absolutely loved it. I yeah. had a, you know, had the best experience. Did you speak ever? Uh, I did at the time. Yeah, oh, okay. I had a little bit. Not so much Singaporean because right. they all speak English. Right. Uh, but when I moved to Hong Kong, um, yeah, there was definitely a bit of Mandarin, a bit of Cantonese. Oh, really? But uh, well, enough to get me home from going out for yeah. a night in the taxi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could get my address right. Taxi hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could get my address to get me back. Uh, yeah, so I, I learned that off. I obviously had to learn that off very quickly. Great. Um, but that was brilliant, and I spent a number of years then living between sort of Singapore initially, yeah. and then I moved to Hong Kong. And what I did was I, um, I, I set up like just a small consultancy business. What, what um, in? What I was doing, um, it's quite interesting. I was doing, um, I'd done some like various courses. I was really interested in, in sort of like stress management, um, and just like the, the power of the mind and things like that. Okay. So I did a range of different types of courses over the previous years yeah. Yeah. Of, on the back of like doing my karate yeah. and then being involved with like the health yeah. industry. So yeah. I did a range of different types of courses. Um, and so when I went out to Singapore, um, I, I set up this small consulting business, really just working kind of HR departments right. along those lines, doing yeah. like, I say stress management, but it was kind of like just working yeah. with their teams. Okay, um, can, you, can you highlight one kind of strategy to remain less stressed? Because uh, I, I can be <laughs> quite, quite a stressful person. Yeah, I think? I, I think, I think, well, I think the biggest thing is, is I know it's probably quite silly, but breathing is breathing, quite okay. an important thing. Okay, okay. In obviously it's an important thing, but yeah. in terms of like taking control. So when you're feeling so, yourself bubbling up, exactly. just, just remain conscious Deep of breath, it. And, and just sort of, yeah, that really does relax you. Okay. I think that's the first, yeah, that's okay. definitely the first okay. thing. How long for, like a minute? I would say, yeah, or a few minutes, a few really. Minutes, okay. Yeah, I think that type of thing. So, uh, so that was kind of, okay. Well, I, I kind of got myself involved with doing that. And then and then on the back of that, I then found myself just working within this kind of hotel industry. Um, Over in, in, in Asia. Right, okay. Involved right. with sort of, yeah. So, um, and that was really where I first saw the idea of service accommodation. Okay. Because uh, they were taking their um, you know, lovely suites, ho yeah. um, hotel suites. It's a lot, a lot Howard Schultz, the fat founder of um, Starbucks, and, and like a travel can do Quite yes. amazing things yes. to, to like ignite ideas, and yeah. obviously with yourself with the hotel, and um, how Schultz obviously travelled to Italy and saw some coffee shops, and then that's yes. where kind of the idea came from. Yeah, and do you think travel it, it kind of broadens your horizon? Oh my goodness, it's yeah. the best thing ever. And really? I said, having two teenage lads, I definitely want them to yeah. travel and experience the world yeah. because you know, for me, it just—I know it sounds a real cliche to say—you know, the world yeah. is a lot smaller once you start travelling. Yeah, but, but it really is. And yeah. just learning different cultures, and yeah. just learning—you know. Just different things. It yeah. was just, it was brilliant. It was such a great, it oh. was such an amazing experience that I had. And uh, yeah, but but yeah, I, and I really lived life to the full, right. put it that way. Okay, yeah, so you had a good time. We'll leave that there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just say, so what kind of one thing you remember about Asia being like, oh wow, I wish they had this in the kind of UK or, um, or an experience that you. I suppose it's like any of those countries, you know, the weather makes a massive difference, yeah. you know, so therefore the outside life. Okay is you know you just live outdoors right. a lot more so not just sort of you know barbecues and things like that but yeah. just being out so you know playing tennis in the evening time uh you know going to the beach yeah uh, just it's just all those just that yeah. whole outdoor living um again i i did a little bit of tai chi while i was out there wow, so, okay so like kind of getting up at like yeah. sort of five o'clock in the morning in yeah. the dark and practicing tai chi in a park wow. in the middle of like hong kong in wow. the city it was just you know that things yeah. like that you just you wouldn't do that yeah, no, in no, the uk it's too it obviously it's too bloody cold yeah. from anything. So uh, yeah. yeah, so definitely things like that, I would Good say. And yeah, MBA. 
Yeah. So. so, so alongside, alongside that, so I like to push myself. Yeah, um, I can tell. And uh, and I, I, so I thought. I mean, so obviously, I, you know, I, I did my basic exams at school. Yeah. Did my back then it was called CSEs, by the way. CSEs and O levels. That's what we did. I've heard of O levels. Oh, there you go. So that's what we did back in those days. CSEs were people not not quite so clever. So that's what we did back in those days. So yeah, I said got a basic range of my O levels and a few CSEs, and. So, but I'd never done any other studying, um, and I was quite keen to learn about business, if you okay. like, properly. Having run business, yep. um, now I wanted to really understand it. So okay. I did a um, like an overseas, if you like, MBA okay. program while I was in Hong Kong. Okay. Um, so I just started like a, a, a course, if yep. you like, um, studied from home. Yep. Um, well, I say studied from home. I used to go into like the university as well and do right. some sort of studying there, um, and that's what I did, and and that was really good because it really I really understood, yeah. if you like. You know the basics of business, so yeah. like from like HR to yeah. accountancy to organisational okay. structures, all those basic things. Yeah. I really started to understand. Do you think that's essential for someone to have in business with regards to MBA or kind of a qualification in business? Uh, no, I don't think okay. so. I don't think necessarily. Okay. I think MBA is very good if you're going down that corporate route. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, and I, I can see the advantages to that sort of thing. Yeah. Why people would want that. Yeah. Um, I think um, people wanting to run a business. Look, Again, I'm probably going to yeah, say that, yeah. but just get on with it. Yeah. Just, just do so, it and learn. Surround yourself okay. with the right people. Yeah. Read the right books. Yeah. Uh, you know, look at the right podcasts. Yeah. Um, and just learn. Okay. I think that to me is the way. Great, so, that's what so I would kind of kind of learn from doing the things that Definitely. in business. So yeah. Just yeah. Do it and then learn. Yeah. From your Be mistakes. passionate about the idea you want to do. Okay. Um, learn as much as you can about that and just run with it. Okay. That's that's what I, I like would. That. That's what I would say to anybody, really. Great so, stuff. Um, okay, no, I don't know if that's the right way, but that's what. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, of course. That's my way of. Yeah, well, you're pretty successful. Of, <laughs> so, of how I would I'm do sure sort of thing. Good so. advice. And in and 2000, you came back. Yeah. So came yeah came back to the UK. Yep. And um, um and yeah, literally came back and met Amanda, my yep. wife. Yep. Uh, and we had an opportunity to move to Cheltenham. Um, so having done my having done my MBA, um, I kind of had this thought that I was going to. I, I wanted there was a there was a job interview to yeah. work for Virgin, work for Richard Branson wow. uh, as one of his entrepreneur yeah. as part of his entre, entrepreneur program okay. uh, that he had set up at the time. So yeah. to kind of be involved with different businesses that he had going on, huh. and I just see this job opportunity. Yeah. I thought, oh my goodness, <laughs> that is what I want to yeah. do. Um, and and that's I was so. I came back thinking that we were going to move to London, yeah. um, and I was going to go for this job. And yeah. I thought, if I don't get that job, that's the type of thing I definitely want to be doing: is involved with potentially maybe a company, yeah. um, or or involved with setting up my own business. Yeah. But I didn't know what at yeah. that point. Um, and then we had an opportunity to to move to Cheltenham um, and run a hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, well, actually, that that okay. could be quite good sort of thing. Having done a bit of like I said, working my way into the hotel yeah. business, yeah. I thought, oh, actually, I could do that. Um, okay. And I thought, actually, that, that, that would just be a real challenge. Okay, um, so, so you look for the challenge. So that was very much yeah. to me. And I thought, you know, it's a different location. I yeah. didn't know, coming from London, north of the M25 yeah. is, you know, just too yeah. far away. You wouldn't know where yeah. places. So I didn't even know what, I, I yeah. wasn't into horse racing, so I hadn't even heard of Cheltenham, heard of Oxford. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Amanda and I came up here, absolutely loved the town. Yeah. It was a really lovely place. And obviously we wanted to start a family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wasn't married at that point. Yeah. Um, we kind of met and married within a year. Okay. So it's a bit wow. of a whirlwind. Well, yeah, yeah, sort definitely. Of thing. So, uh, um, and so we, yeah, so we moved up here. 
um, and we took over the management of the hotel, okay. uh, which is a lovely hotel. It's like a yeah. nine-bedroom boutique hotel, wow. and uh, and that was great. And uh, actually, there's some funny stories yeah. of. I mean, I was John Cleese. If you know a John Cleese, <laughs> yeah, I do uh, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will, Yeah, there were some <laughs> mad like, like so things like no, the chef doesn't turn up. Yeah. Okay, so I've got to cook the food, <laughs> right? and I can't cook. So, uh, so it's like, oh my goodness, what do we do? So uh, there was some crazy things. Like that. In fact, we I remember some funny stories of. Um, uh, we had a period where the chef actually just walked out. He was just like, had Mid enough. Mid-service? like Yeah, just, wow. just went. So we finished off and scrambled yeah. through. And uh, that's why. At this point, Amanda and I, we, so we, we married. Uh, and Jordan was conceived, our first yeah. child, yeah. on honeymoon. Okay. Um, and so nine months later, Jordan's obviously yeah. now here. Yeah. Uh, but we were probably about seven months into, like Amanda was probably about yeah, six, seven months pregnant yeah. uh, at the time. And... Uh, so we had no chef and we were like, oh my goodness, what are we gonna do? So, I mean, this is not the way to make money in the hotel business, but we would, we would create a menu, yeah. okay, based on what Amanda bought from Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> so we'd have like salmon on croutes and uh, you know, we've like vegetables and potatoes yeah. and stuff like that. But it was all pre, like, yeah. we bought it all in and like cooked it and then, and people loved it. They were like, this food's amazing. And we're like, yeah, we're not making any money on the food. But, uh, but here we are kind of, yeah, That's presenting awesome. Marks and Spencer's food. Exactly. So uh, yeah, so we kind of got our way through that. Um, and things like, you know, the housekeeper doesn't turn up. Yeah. You've got to clean, you've got to clean wow. the room. So there was all those things that, yeah. I said, it was a bit of a John Cleese moment, but you just learn yeah. on the job and you learn as you go through. And you, so, and you touch on challenges like I mean I get the impression and you've said it yourself that like you do love a challenge why why do you love a challenge why is it why is it does it excite you or yeah I suppose so I'm, I mean, I'm quite competitive okay um, yep. to a certain point yep. and uh, I suppose that comes from my DNA yeah absolutely sort of growing up and uh, yeah so to me it's sort of yeah, it's a challenge to push yourself and yeah. try something. I'm not the type yeah. of person that wants to just sit in my comfort zone okay. and just kind of have an easy life. Yeah. I want to, I just want to push myself. Do you, do you think that's important to have as an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, is to have kind of um, always constantly pushing your boundaries to experience different things and go into new challenges if you're going to become yes. the successful yes. person you yeah. want to be? Yeah, I believe so. Right, very, okay. very much so. Okay. Yeah, I think, again, learn... Like one of my key learns, I suppose, over time with that is being a creator, yeah. you can end up going off in a different direction. Yeah, okay. And I have done that before. Right. Um, so I think, yes, I think it's good to challenge yourself, yeah. but I think you've got to really have that clear, it's important to have that clear vision, okay. a clear plan of where you're, what you're trying to do, where you're trying to go. Okay. Um, you know, if you think of like successful people, like, so like Richard Branson, yeah. people like that have got, you know, under the Virgin brand, under the, his name, yep. he's got a whole range of different types of companies. Yeah. Um, it's not him running it, he's no. just got brilliant teams in yeah, place absolutely. of people running it for him, yeah. um, sort of thing. But it's all leveraged off the back of, you know, that brand. Mm. So, so I think, you know, along the way, I've tried to yep. do that, um, but you've got to make sure you've got those the right things in place, as yeah. in the right team in place to help you do that. Okay. And I think that's quite, you know, that's quite important. Great, okay. Thing. So Yeah, I, I think I, in myself, when I, every time I stretch myself, it builds that bit more confidence. In, in yes. Actually, you can go that bit further. Definitely, and go a bit further. definitely, yeah. There's that like courage. Yes, so yeah, yeah. So you definitely want, yeah, I definitely agree, you want to yeah, yeah. stretch yourself yeah. all the time. So, so after so. the um, hotel. Yeah, so I mean, did the hotel yeah. and, uh, but what I recognised at the hotel was that they had, um, they had like a coach house and they had, they owned a block of apartments across the road. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, um, we had corporate guests that were staying yep. and they wanted to kind of, they, I found that they wanted to stay in these properties yep. and they were quite keen to um, just kind of grab a cup of coffee yep. and, and, you know, and a croissant or what have you and yep. head to the office. They didn't want to sit down for that full English breakfast. So, okay. so that was where um, I first thought of the idea of actually, what about the idea of having an apartment where 
corporate clients could stay in. Okay. They've got the kitchen, they could do their own cooking, yep. they could invite the family up on a weekend if they wanted to. And I thought, actually, what about the idea of families coming up to stay where you've got a sofa bed okay. and then you could kind of like use the apartment. So, so based on running the hotel, yep. I just had this idea and then, and then I was thinking back to what was being created in Hong Kong yep. with the big hotel chains. And I just thought I could really see this working, you know, in, in the UK um, as an idea. There was no okay. one, I think there was about one company based in London that were an Asia-based company wow. Wow. Uh, that had some service apartments. That, that was it. There was no one in the UK wow. doing it. So he was kind of ahead of the curve, so to speak, because yeah, now yeah, it's yeah, like the buzzword. Yeah, yeah, what, what was it, what was it called back then? Was it, was it, did, um, I just, did you name it? Yeah, no, I just, yeah, I just, I, unfortunately I just had the name, I think it was like Cheltenham Apartments or something right, like that. Okay. So um, the, the other reason behind that was that, as I said, Amanda was pregnant yeah. um, and you know we, we were obviously we wanted to have a family um, and I was really keen to, I wanted to be part of my children's life growing oh, up. Great. If you like. So, yeah. so it was very much the mindset of having a lifestyle type business because okay. I thought actually I can be around yeah. um, if I could kind of like build up you know, a couple of apartments earn enough money from those that obviously would supplement our lifestyle mm -hmm. uh, that we had and, and and that was it mm. that was all I was thinking I just thought okay. I could build that That's up nice and easily and how, how would you recommend obviously a father how would you recommend as an entrepreneur because it can get very busy yes. as an entrepreneur especially yeah. <laughs> starting now I mean what would you recommend an entrepreneur do so they can actually gain back their time as well as running a successful business to be with the family yeah to be with the family or yeah I think it, I think I think it's really important that um, so again like working from home and yeah. working the hours that I that I work yeah I think it's really important that you really focus your time yeah. into a period of time okay. so I think you know to say right okay I'm gonna do emails yeah. and telephone calls right. between 9 till 10 yeah oh, and that's Focus. it yeah and then and then you then yep. do something else yeah and and part of that day could be right I'm gonna I'm gonna take the children to school great okay. and that's really important I'm gonna yep. have breakfast with the family yep. I'm gonna make sure I'm there for for tea time yep. Very structured. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. Yeah. Time very structured as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and so you know, and over the years, you know, like prep time, the boys will come back from school and they've got to do their homework, their prep. Yeah. So I would be there with them doing that. Okay. So you know, know, so like say between five, let's just say like you know, five till seven. Yeah. Is kind of tea and yeah. prep. Yeah. Um, and you know, and let's say you know, the bath routine, that yeah. type of stuff, and and then I then go back and do an hour's work. You know, okay. when they go to bed. Right. Okay. So, so you kind of make sure you do all your tasks, really yeah, focused, really yeah, productive. Yeah. And once that's and done, build that in as part of your great. day. And that was really you know, from from when they were born mm. all the way through. Make time sort of thing. So uh, yeah, they don't want to know me now. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart Xbox. from money. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Dad, can I have some more Xbox credit? That's about it. So yeah. So that was very much yeah. what we did. So okay. um, so yeah. So we. Um, we moved out of the hotel, we yep. bought a house, that was just the traditional way of yep. sort of you know, put deposit down, bought a house. You didn't build house. this one? Didn't build this right, one, okay. bought a house, uh, three, lovely three bed house. Yep. In fact, I probably still look at that as my fondest, my, my oh, really? the best house, because oh, wow. I think because we had like both the boys yeah. there as, yeah. as babies, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just the beginning of, okay. of everything. So you kind of like, you know, we've moved along the way sort of to various properties, but I, I still look at that yeah. as my kind of, the house that I would really look at as my home. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah. I think, yeah. It's kind of where it 
that sort of starting. Like a sentimental so, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Oh, okay. So we did that. Um, and then, yeah, and then very much from there, um, as you mentioned earlier, I just built up. 150? Yeah, 150. just through rent to rent um, wow. and buying property. Right. Um, so you were able to buy property like below market value wow. back so, then. So you kind of started off on rent to rent, that's quite... Yeah, so yeah. I literally, again, didn't know. I didn't yeah. know what rent to rent was. I, yeah. In fact, I didn't know what it was until I went to a pin meeting, okay. Simon's Issue pin meeting yeah. a couple of years ago, and then someone stood up and said rent to rent. I thought, rent to rent, that sounds interesting. Yeah. And then they kind of explained what it was. I was like, oh, I've been doing that. <laughs> I've been I doing that for years. I didn't realise there was a name to it. So <laughs> yeah. that's like quite cool. So. Uh, um, yeah, so um, so yeah, that's what I did. I just literally um, built up a you know a portfolio of property yeah. and just pushed the business. Yeah. So um, as I said, sort of um, had properties in Manchester, yeah. um, down to Cardiff, wow. Bristol, uh, Reading, and then just worked my way into London. How, that's, how did you kind of manage that or oversee them businesses? I did that. So uh, along the way, I also I built up um, a team of staff. Okay, so I started great. off with just with one person, yeah. and then two, and yeah. then that just grew. So so by two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, I had twenty five staff. Wow. Um, we had a obviously big turnover, like yeah. five million turnover. Five million, wow. Um, of, of the rentals yeah. coming in. Um, and uh, yeah, and it was really, I thought, this is it. Yeah. Like the, you know, the dream ticket of yeah. me selling out. At that point, there were a couple of other service accommodation companies that have now started mm. to, to build up. Yeah. Um, that kind of started, there was one company that started kind of just after me or a similar time to me. Uh, and they were doing very well. They were developers looking to try and make extra money and yep. they started to let them out of service accommodation. So, so, so I was mindful of them uh, and there was one or two other companies that were just starting to come into the marketplace. Um, and I thought, wow, I've got a great, you know, yeah. a great uh, business here. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking I would sell out. Yeah. I would sell out to one of these guys yeah. or potentially like a hotel chain that okay. wanted to come into the marketplace right. for service accommodation. Because okay. um, I really, like I still do now. Yeah, do you I enjoy really, it? Would you say you enjoy it, the kind of the previous business? Because you, you kind of lighting up when you speak about service accommodation. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. I loved it. Um, what we, we had, I had a great, I've really, cre I created a sales team. Yeah. Um, and their job was very much to go out and find corporate business. Okay. Um, so we had this kind of whole system in place. Um, obviously, there was the internet and stuff like that around. Yeah. So, um, but... But it was still quite new of how you search for things and what yeah. have you. If I kind of go before, kind of like 2007, yeah. if you like. Um, so we would, um, yeah, I had, a I had a team that focused on finding corporate clients. Yeah. We built up uh, their budgets. Uh, yeah. We worked with their budgets yeah. uh, and we accommodated them accordingly. Okay. So, and one of the big areas that I really focused on then was, was London, and was, okay. was the Canary Wharf, because that was starting okay. to be built yeah. up, um, and the city. Yeah. Um, and I see that as a really good way to really take on more property. Uh, there was a massive demand because these banks were having graduates coming out of university, okay. needed somewhere to stay for three months. Uh, so service accommodation was perfect for them because they could have flexible leases yeah. uh, for three months at a time. Yeah. Uh, we were buying them in, let's say on the rent to rent, at say 500 pounds yeah. a week. Yeah. We were selling them out at 1,000 pounds a week. Plus. So wow. you know the turnover became yeah. huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's like, what do they say? Um, uh, profit is sanity. Um, sales is vanity or oh, whatever okay. you know, that yeah. so and it was very much that I suppose yeah. I started to chase yeah. the kind of the shiny penny okay. I started to think wow and now sales board yeah. changed so okay. rather than focusing in the profit yeah. I started to focus in on bringing in more sales so okay. right let's try and hit you know um, 300,000 this month let's get to 350 let's okay. get to 400,000 pounds rental income okay. in a month wow and when i think about things like that it's wow. just crazy amount that of is, money that is a lot of money but that we were that was where i was started to really wow. focus wow. on these big big okay. numbers yeah um building up you know a, a sales team yeah. if you like of people so you had a pretty kind of 
we were really starting was amazing. to yeah, yeah. so and, and yeah and that was kind of what what we were doing um so so that's kind of where i yeah. was it was going yeah okay uh and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, as as the yeah. story goes yeah um um obviously 2008 the banking crisis literally hit not just me but yeah. hit obviously so many people yeah literally like that wow. um, and it literally just i did not see it wow. in fact a really good friend of mine that's a really successful um property investor property yep. developer i mean he's got about 500 apartments wow. so he's a, a yeah. really successful property investor yep. and he's been doing it for like 30 odd years and and he said to me lee said i just didn't see it coming wow. did not see that, wow. that recession um, can, and that can you remember the crisis. can you remember the phone call you had can you remember when you first heard about it yeah thought, well it was pretty much um so so basically what the setup that i had you know very very briefly was um so i was accommodating all these banks one of the things that i did which i regret was that all the other places i had so like cheltenham and all the other places i just had it under one company so what i should have done was i should have split and i should have had london as a separate okay. company because okay. then that would have kind of ring fenced the rest of the business okay. but i didn't i put it i had it all in one because i yeah. obviously i just didn't realize what yeah. was going to happen of course yeah um and uh so uh so what we did was um uh i gave um i offered to the banks because they were banks yeah, yeah. Um, credit i gave them 30 days credit wow um on their money so i sort of basically said you know you we were accommodating all these people yeah because there were so many they were yeah. they were they were booking thousands of room nights with us wow. I mean, there were lots and lots of people this wasn't just one bank these were yeah. like you know your bear stearns your layman brothers yeah but i mean barclays there were some like english banks as well wow. so it was all the banks around canary Wharf in the city wow we managed to get ourselves into so it was brilliant yeah. business um and um, so we offered them 30 days credit because yeah. we thought, okay, and, and, and in turn, we had credit facilities with our yeah. landlords. So we had it, it was sort of, so as the money came in, the money went out and the rest yeah. of it sat in our account okay. to pay our overheads. So, yeah. so that was kind of the stru basic structure that we had in place. So, uh, so obviously the moment that the, if you like, the tap got turned off yeah. when the banks literally disappeared overnight wow and likes to so many people it was just a vision i remember like turning the television on seeing all these you know, it was so sad seeing all yeah. these people like leaving the offices wow. with their kind of like files and everything like that wow. um was obviously the panic phone calls of me phoning my contacts and saying like what's going on and they're yeah. like lee we're we're out of here we've oh my god we've closed down there's no but and i'm like but you're a bank what yeah. do you mean you yeah. can't how can this you happen know, how can this happen yeah. like you owe me all this money and they're like really sorry we can't Wow, there's nothing we could do you gotta what was going through your head what was oh it's just i suppose at that time i i just thought you know I, there was that real panic of like oh my goodness what am i going to do something yeah. you know i've got obviously i've got all these landlords that i'm responsible for paying money yeah. to yeah um you know plus my staff yeah and, you know what am i going to do so obviously this was london yeah and i had obviously all my other properties which were okay yeah but they could not support that level of obviously income that i needed because of what I'd grown in London. So um, so I, I approached my bank. My bank was Lloyd's. Yeah. <laughs> Lloyd's also yeah. went under. I yeah. uh, got saved by the government. Yeah. Obviously, got taken up by the government. Yeah. Um, and it was the same thing with Lloyd's. They were like, Lee, we can't support you because wow. obviously we, we're also being you know, taken over by, by the government sort of thing. Wow. So, so I was literally kind of left there. So, so I took some legal advice. Yeah. Fortunately, we live in a country where they do promote entrepreneurship, yeah. which is a really, really good thing. Yeah. Um, and there are, in a legal framework, um, things that, that can help you as an entrepreneur when you end up in a situation like that, okay. um, that, that help you in that okay. situation. You know, if, 
as an example, if, if I was doing this in Dubai, yeah. it would be a completely different okay. situation. You know, you're put in prison for yeah. Yeah, having yeah. a business that if you can't, if, you know, if your check bounces, if you like, yeah. you're put in prison for that. Is so, it, and is that the voluntary receivership? Yeah. yeah. So, so, what, so what is that? So what, what, what I basically had to do was um, I went into, um, um, so the company had to go into voluntary liquidation, which basically yeah. says that I can't pay, I can't pay the bills because okay. I've not got the money coming in. Of course, in. yeah. Um, and I've not got the money coming in because these people, these people that owe me the money also are not able to pay me. Mm. Um, so, um, so what I did was um, took legal advice. Um, I had a, a really good person that helped me um, structure everything, you know, properly because I wanted to make sure I did everything properly, um, you know, in the collect in the correct legal framework. Um, and that was really important to me because you know, because. I mean, one of the big things I learned, Alex, is that you know, when your back's against the wall mm-hmm. like that, people are really quick to kind of stab the knife into you. Right, you know, okay. You really get to know who yeah. you are. And I've heard this from other people before. Yeah. I re- that's my first time of experiencing that yeah. situation. But you really get to know who your friends are wow, okay. in a situation like that. So people that I thought were my friends, yeah. uh, that were kind of landlords and stuff like that, yeah. they used it as an opportunity to, wow. you know, as I said, kind of stick the knife okay. in and say, you know, and kind of like, you know, bad mouth yeah, meat yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. so not only did I have the business, and this isn't me giving a sob story, it's no, just no, sharing it's your story. a real story yeah. of what happened because you know, yeah. I think it's really important to understand that. Yeah. Um, so business had to close down. I took legal advice on what how to close the business down properly. Yeah. Um, so I so with that you have to, um, you um, appoint uh, an insolvency practitioner that yeah. pulls it all together, brings all the accounts, brings everything together, yeah. um, and then kind of contacts all your creditors, people yeah. that you owe money to, yeah. brings on board you know, the people that owe you money yeah. into it sort of thing. So you, you kind of, if it has to kind of be closed down yeah. in a very structured way yeah. um, and within a certain period of time. So, so I went through all of that. Yeah. Um, and that was really, really tough. Yeah, that was for me. Yeah. My mum. I mean, that you, was a your really father this time, wasn't you? Or I was. Was you? I took yes. Yeah. I two boys. Yeah. Um, so yeah, two boys. Lovely house. Um, <laughs> Lifestyle. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it it was just, just like yeah. I mean, I suppose in hindsight, could I have thought that it was going to happen? Mate, I don't know. I just didn't mm. think about. it. As I said, going back to yeah. what my what my friend said to me, yeah. he, he didn't see it coming. Yeah. I, you know, I don't, there's a lot of people didn't see what was going to happen, sort of thing. I was, you know, as I said, I was chasing that shiny penny. Yeah. Maybe if I wasn't doing that, maybe the yeah. situation happened. But you know, these things happen. It's what wow. happened. Yeah. Um, it really put me in a really awful, like a really lonely place, if you like. So I really, I really, yeah. It was my. This was my baby. Yeah. You know, I built this business up from nothing. Yeah to you know a good a business that I was really proud of yeah um and it had been like I said kind of in a way taken away from me so yeah it hit wow. it hit me really yeah. really hard and um, the staff I got on really well with a lot of the people um you know having to make people redundant is not a nice no, thing to no. have to do and saying that you can't pay them um is really it's really tough that is yeah. a really really tough yeah. situation I mean what, what did you learn from that experience I mean because it seems really negative I mean yeah there's got to be some positives yeah what did you learn from it I, I think as, as I said I think Definitely, you get to know as a positive. Yeah. You get to know, you know, there are people out there yeah. that will support you. Yeah. Um, there's no question about it. Um, and it's, I think, it's a big learning on learning about people. Yeah. Um, learning about yourself. You know, I, I said, had a young family. Yeah. Um, all I know is how to trade. That's yeah. All I've ever done. Yeah. I've never worked for, apart from that small stint in the bank. Yeah. I've never worked for anybody. So I only know, yeah. I only know on a Monday morning I have to get up. And I have to make money. Yeah. So, um, so I suppose like the analogy of you know the Bunsen burner was yeah. firmly yeah. up my ass, and I had to get on with it. Yeah. I had no choice. Yeah. I had to get myself out there, and I couldn't dwell in self pity because 
I had to just get on. Yeah. I had to. I didn't want my children, like the boys' lifestyle, to change. It wasn't yeah. fair that that was to happen. Yeah. So, um, so I did everything I possibly could to just get myself back up wow. and, okay. uh, and going again. So, yeah. so yeah. So I created. Um, I set up a new business. Yep. Um, uh, with Amanda, so we set the new yep. business up again. All done properly. Yeah. Professionally. Legal. Same kind of business. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Same sort of business. Um, yep. Well, yeah. Obviously I mean, same business. What, what was going through your head at that time? Because a lot of people, if, if you got kind of such a bad experience on the first baby, yes. so to speak. Yeah. And and you set up again the same kind of business. What did, did you knew? Did you know that it was going to be successful again, or did you? Yeah. Did you just love it that much? I'll be honest. I had no choice. I had okay. to do it. Right, I had okay. to. I believed in service accommodation. I, I still, like I still do today. I yeah. still thought it was a really good idea. Yeah. Um, I love the whole, you know, it, I love the whole service element to the business, yeah. the hospitality side, the meeting of the guests. I love all yeah. of that side of things. Um, and I just see that as a way, an opportunity to just, yeah, just get back out there yeah. um, and just do it again. Um, but the great, the great lesson, I suppose, from that was that I thought I, I just want to do it differently next time okay. around. I, wanna, I think the other thing as well was that I'd removed, so one of the things I'd like was I'd remove myself from the day-to-day -day activity of the business because like when you sort of get to the stage where you start employing people, yeah. so like 25 staff, you've then got, you've got managers underneath yeah. you, managers and managers, like, so I was sort of, in terms of like pecking order, I kind of put yeah. myself up here, which naturally kind of, I didn't mean to, but I kind of naturally yeah. happened. So, so like kind of running the systems and everything like that, I'd kind of originally built everything, okay. but I wasn't then running them because obviously right. other people were doing all of that. So you so kind of working on your business, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. So, uh, so, so now, obviously we've had to start again. I've now got to run the business. And I suppose the, the opportunity with that was that actually this is a great opportunity to, to start again okay. and kind of take the key learnings that I've picked up you know, Great. lose the bits that haven't really worked yeah. and let's start again and let's now start to build this up. So you look to the positive rather than the negatives going yeah, forward definitely. rather than learn from it and then yes. put it into yeah, action. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean look there don't get me wrong, there was still negativity mm. happening because and and rightly so, yeah. there were people that I owed money to, yeah. like landlords that I couldn't pay. Yeah. That, you know, and when I say it you know, we were talking about um uh, a month's rent. Yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, it put yeah. it into perspective. Yeah. It's still a month's rent. Absolutely. I get that. Yeah. But it, but it, that's what I kind of, you know, there were yeah. landlords that I couldn't pay that I owed. Not yeah. everyone. Yeah. There's a few people like that that yeah. I managed to. And I said, some of them were really good. And yeah. they said, Lee, these things happen. Yeah. We want to, you know, we'll back you up 100%. Right. And we're happy to work, you know, continue to work with you because you've yeah. always been really good to us. Yeah. And like I said, there's a few people okay. that want to kind of put the knife in, so yeah. to speak. So, so there was still a bit of negativity. So I, I just, literally switched off from that yeah. focused 100% okay. on that business right okay was kind of what I did okay and started again and, and in your bio it says your, your greatest assets is your knowledge and your network why is that yeah so um I think um um I, so I've always worked pretty much like that on my own okay. if you like um and you know and worked with investors and worked with partners and things like that and built up this business sort of thing um but the I suppose it, so it was only really a few years ago that my accountant said to me, um, he said, Lee, you should go to this thing. It's called, it's called PIN, it's called Property Investors. Uh -huh. And they basically, they talk about property and yep. you'd love it because there's always people talking about property. Yep. Um, and I just thought, yeah, I'll go along to that. It's going to see there's one in Cheltenham. Yep. Um, and, and that was my, I'll be honest, that was my first experience of a networking 
type of event. Okay. And I kind of walked in there um, and just thought, wow, I was just kind of blown away with how friendly everyone was. Wow, okay. And uh, you know, bear in mind, yeah. I've, I've been used to this kind of, you do something yeah. and then someone copies you yeah. and then the, then the next thing now you're a competitor. So you end, yeah. up, you end up in a situation where you kind of keep everything really close yeah. to what you do yeah. and you don't necessarily want to share it with people. Yeah. And I kind of went to this property event, yeah. um, this networking event, and I, it was so different to that. Okay. And I was like, wow, it just kind yeah. of, it really blew my mind. I yeah. was like, wow, this is really interesting. Yeah. This is a really and, interesting way. And you met way. some close friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I met, yes, yeah, so I've met, yeah. I've met people from there. Um, and yeah, so I, I kind of, so that was my first, so in answer to your question about sort of the networking side, mm -hmm. I'd always gone like, I've always been working on my own. Now having been to PIN and now yeah. being involved with various things yeah. and really, really pushed the networking yeah. side, um, I think that's really important. I think in it's business, to have in a business to have a really good network yeah. of people. Um, why, would you say, why would you say that's really important? I, I, think, I think it's good to, I think there's a couple of bits to this. I think when we say networking, it's not networking for networking's sake, yeah. if you know what I mean. So yeah, having a chat. It, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, because likewise, you're not, you're not always going to, it's about finding the right people that you connect with. So, yeah. it, which comes to really, I think your values. Yeah. That's the biggest thing I think okay. I've probably learned is okay. that, um, you know, I'm the type of person that sort of, you know, talk to people. Yeah, I can help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's like kind of talk, let's yeah. have a sort of chat sort of thing, but don't really know yeah. people. That's yeah. kind of how I am okay. as a person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I've learned over the past few years, yeah. really, it, it's understand, before you start working with people, get to know them, get to know them first. understand and, and see if your values are in line. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I think that's really, really important. Right. That's in, in any business relationship. In any business, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, really understand, you know, are you Because again, I think if I look back over the years, I've been involved with various partnerships yeah. over the years that haven't really worked. And I suppose if I look back on reflection to that, it's probably because our values were just okay. out of that's alignment sort of thing. Okay. So I think that's quite important to understand. So so my that. next my, my next question <laughs> is kind of, what are the three biggest things? So I mean, it ticks off one of them, value. Having, going into a business relationships, probably your values, make sure yes. they're in alignment. Yes. What would you say the other two you've kind of learned over the years of yeah. being in business? What are other two things that you've learned? Just learned in general for, for, yeah. for, yeah. for business. Um, I think, uh, again, knowledge, as we yeah. said. So yeah. really understanding about yeah. what it is you want to go into. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and the other thing I think is like hard work, which has always yeah. been instilled in me. Yeah. Okay, so work really hard, but but work smartly. I okay. probably haven't always worked smartly. Okay. You know, I you know I'd be quite happy to work all the hours mm. doing everything, yeah. like from cleaning apartments. And what to, do you mean by working smartly? I think just thinking about how you're working. So like that as an example of um, when I think back to when I started again. You know, I was cleaning the apartments. I was okay. doing everything. I was doing everything, like answering the telephones. I was doing everything. And which I think was a really good thing to do because yeah. on the back of that, I then put systems and things in place. Okay. Like nowadays, there's so many people that have done so many things yeah. and we have such great access to all these different things yeah. that actually look at what other people have done yeah. and look at how you can kind of, not necessarily work with those people, but look yeah. at how you can pick up information okay. sort of thing. And that's not just kind of taking from people. Yeah. It's just kind of, because people are quite happy to share. So I think it's, it's good to listen and learn from other people you know, out there sort okay. of thing. So, so that service accommodation, you know, yeah. I definitely don't know everything yeah. and there's things changing all the time. So I'm happy to share what I know and my experiences, but at the same time, I'm really keen to listen and learn to what other people are doing. Yeah. And it's like, you know, sort of being part of, let's say, Facebook groups and yeah. things like that. 
people put things on you go god that's a really good idea yeah. and then you go oh can i borrow that do you mind if yeah. i use yeah, that yeah. that's yeah. a really good idea yeah. so it's, it's like that that's the type of thing i think is working with people i mean i mean as well over, over the years you've expanded two businesses well three actually with your health with your health um, yes club, and then yeah. obviously the first kind of service accommodation and now on to the next thing yes. how do you recommend an entrepreneur expands his business to so goes to kind of push the boundaries and, and, and get bigger. Yes. How do, how do you yeah. recommend an entrepreneur yeah. kind of can do that? Yeah. Okay. So um, I think um, Roger Hamilton sums yeah. this up quite well. Okay. I've read, you know, reading Roger Hamilton's yeah. book, which I, yeah. I absolutely sort of fell in love with when I read it. I was okay. like, wow, this is really, really good. <laughs> okay. But he has this kind of... What's I it called, like, by the way? Uh, the Millionaire Plan. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, de- definitely yeah. recommend yeah. that. I think it's called Millionaire Plan. Yeah. Um, definitely recommend that as a, as a book. Um, yeah. So can you tell me about the five Ps? You mentioned it well, <laughs> in the bio about the five yes. Ps profit yeah project. yeah so um so the way i um i look at any business now that uh, i'm interested in being involved with is yep. uh, is look at the project yep. so look at the business itself uh, really understand what you're trying to do uh you know what the demand is yep. for that particular project uh that you're going to be involved with so yep. so that's the that's the project side okay. okay from there i'd definitely be looking at then looking at how so in my view would yep. be looking at how i can promote that project okay. so the marketing uh, and what I'm going to be doing to be able to promote that project. Okay. okay? So that could be like through social media or yep. direct marketing or whatever it might be. Yep. But really understand the marketing to that project. So, okay. so project promotion. Okay. Okay. Uh, then put the processes in place. Okay. So you've got all the processes in place then for running that project. Like an example okay. would be. So it could be, let's say like service accommodation. Um, it could be um, the housekeeping. And okay. Having a process in place of what a housekeeper needs to okay. do. As an example, um, yeah. So that be that would be sort of a process that okay. we have in place, yeah. um, and and then from there, I'm going to be wanting people okay. to run it for me, um, okay. and I think that's the kind of working smart bit, if yeah. you like. So this is all linked, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So you've got so you're very much, and that's kind of like the because I like to kind of have that kind of flow in place yeah. of how yeah. I operate, and yeah. uh, to me, that's very much the kind of the journey of setting up a business yeah. would be. You've got your project. You know what you're trying to do. You're going to promote it. Um, you've got your processes then in place, then you've got your people that are gonna run it for you, gonna yeah. run those processes for you. Um, and then you've got, your, obviously, ultimately, if you do all those bits and you're focused on that, then you've got your profit. Okay. So that, that awesome. to me, is, is how I would look at a business. And, yeah. and someone quite recently said to me, uh, which I didn't really think about before, and I wish I'd have known this yeah. a long time ago, but uh, they, they were talking about with a business yeah. of basically your profit if you sell a business, it's really a multiplier of your profit. Yeah. So, so potentially, you've got to think about with your business, are you looking at kind of having a business that's going to be there for a long, long, long time? Yeah. Or is it a question that you want to sell your business? And if it's a question okay. of you want to sell your business, then really, you want to have the project, do your promotion, get your process in place, get the people in place to do it, you've got your profit, and then you sell it as a multiple. Wow. And as a kind of a, wow. in a nutshell, to me, that's that would be the ultimate way to, yeah. to have a business. And you're selling it as a, so basically you're just Package. accelerating your cash flow, aren't okay, you? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because if you've got, say, so you've got a profit of 100,000, yeah. and you sell it as a multiplier, say three to five times, yeah. that's three, four, 500,000. Wow. As a lump sum coming in, I know there's tax and things to yeah. pay, but you've accelerated your profit, that's you've sold out, you've got your lump sum, and you start again. That's, that's awesome. And I've I never heard that before. If I had my time again, yeah. That's what I would do. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so wow. Uh, I suppose where I am with my sort of business 
life, if you like, yeah. Um, is is yeah, creating a sustainable business, obviously now, okay. and it's building on that. But yeah. but yeah, that to me is okay. kind of my mindset now. I, I love that. I think that's really cool. Okay. A really okay. good way to look at it. Yeah, I like that. It's good. <laughs> In regards to your kind of um, your, I mean, do you feel now from when you wasn't a millionaire to when you are now? Yes. Do you feel different? What was it? Kind of giving you yeah no uh no i don't <laughs> no, feel any different <laughs> i don't i don't feel any different okay. um i still yeah still passionate about what i do yeah i work you know all the hours under the sun yeah um I, I suppose for me i need to i'm constantly having that battle that i need to take time out yeah uh, i'm constantly uh, that's 20 you know 20 odd years later i'm still doing the same thing yeah um and yeah it, okay so we have nice holidays yeah. we live in a nice house um and there's you know Things that are associated to that that obviously money buys you those things mm -hmm. um, I, I'm always challenging myself I always want to push myself to the next yeah. level so yeah. I suppose for me now going forward in the next few years is to keep on building the businesses the way I'm doing it but try and free up more okay. of my time okay that's okay you know, to be able to that's do so I'm not yeah. I don't see myself going off playing golf okay. I'm not really, but just to have a bit more time to do okay. other things as well yeah. and, and what keeps you motivated and driven each day to gallop and grind <laughs> and doing the things you're doing what yeah I think it's just it's that it comes out the same thing it's that challenge yeah it's that competitiveness yeah. and that challenge that I want to create something yeah. you know I know it's you know the whole kind of evolution of business it constantly yeah. changes day in day yeah. out and I and I know it's never going to be perfect. I'm a yeah. bit of a perfectionist, yeah. and it's never going to be perfect. But I want to try and make it. You know, okay. I just want to offer you know a really, really good service to my guests. Yeah. You know, um, and a really good arrangement for my investors. That's that's my main focus all the time. If you like, okay. what I'm trying to do great stuff. And with regards to kind of your um, next five year plan, yes, where do you kind of see yourself going? What's what's next for? Sure. Yourself. Um, so, I mean, I do have this big vision. I yep. believe that um, Service Let, yep. which is my company, Service Conversation, yep. um, I want to see that as a nationwide brand. Yeah. That's my wow. that's my focus. I see Service Let sitting alongside a normal AST agreement. So, wow. so okay. when people go to a letting agent and they yep. have an AST, which is six months plus, yep. and they've got to pay all the bills and yep. everything, um, I see Service Let sits there um, as a brand in its own right, which is a flexible lease, all bills included furnishings included and a customer service of a five-star grading if you like wow. backed up so so that's my vision yep. of what I'd like to be able to aim for with yep. service lets um, and yeah to be able to have that as a brand throughout the UK wow, um, and yeah and it's a question of the challenges yeah how do you make that happen yeah you know, how do you roll that out you and know, you don't know all the answers right way. now yeah but you will yeah. find out and I think challenge. yeah I believe that um, you know over I've made a massive um, steps with that over the past yeah. year and you know the normal thing I've yeah. kind of flown through it forward with something yeah that hasn't quite worked so it's kind of right retract back right yeah. let's kind of take it in this direction yeah. slightly um, until I find that pathway that yeah know, makes yeah. it makes yeah. it happen and Alex if it doesn't happen yeah do you know what I've done what I wanted to do yeah which is really what it comes down to which is what I'm passionate about and the challenge yes yeah. yeah exactly okay so so just a few, a few fun questions now read them off really <laughs> fast your favorite <laughs> film Film, oh my goodness, Godfather. Okay. <laughs> I love the Godfather. So, favourite song? Favourite song, uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby. <laughs> <laughs> favourite book? Favourite book. Uh, favourite book yeah. is probably The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, because that's all about systemising your business. Yeah. And that I've read so many times. Great, it's like great book. my Bible. Yeah. <laughs> um, favourite place to travel in the world? <laughs> For those that know me well, uh, sadly, Dubai. 
Okay. Um, okay. Because we seem to go there about three times a year. So <laughs> we need to try other places, right. but Dubai at okay. the moment for us. Great stuff. And what hobbies do you have? Hobbies? Um, oh, I don't really have a lot of time okay. for hobbies. Business. Uh, but yeah, probably business, reading, and yeah. Great stuff. Taking the dogs for a walk. Okay. <laughs> and one last ending question. What, what does entrepreneurship mean to you? Uh, I think to summarize entrepreneurship, I think it's um, absolute focus, um, hard work, um, but freedom, and I think just the challenge and the reward of what all that brings for you. Fantastic. In a nutshell. Yeah. Fantastic. Is that well, okay? Yeah, absolutely. I just want to acknowledge you for your time. You're an absolutely amazing guy. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you, Alex. Incredible Thank business. You. Um, I've got nothing but absolute happy success, success for you. I really do wish you all the best. Brilliant. And thank thank you. your time. Brilliant. Cheers, Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs>